Welcome back to the Unsung Gamers Podcast. Yeah, that's right. It's me, the Shadow Alchemist, hosting this time. With me this week is the Buttered Biscuits. Yeah, I'm back, everybody. What's up? Buttered Biscuits in the house. And next to me is our fearless leader, the Phantom, Fandom Rico. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and again, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, everybody, thanks for joining us. Like We had a quite a, quite a week. We got a lot to talk about and starting things off is something we were just talking about earlier is <laughs> is uh star wars because of course we're all star wars nerds and i'm sure you are too if not we're probably <laughs> and kicking yeah. that off like i i was talking to rico that i had just finished the star wars clone wars and star wars rebels which i highly recommend you watch oh, and yeah. right now i just started the bad batch which honestly like if you haven't, that's how you, that's how you should watch it. It's Clone Wars, then Rebels, then Bad Batch. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though Bad Batch takes place before uh, Rebels, Rebels, it like there's a lot of references in Rebels, like already in Bad Batch, right at the very beginning. You understand like where the story takes place and who these characters are more by actually watching a show that takes place afterwards. There we go. Okay, then. All right. Because I'm almost done with Clone Wars. There's just finding time to sit down and watch it. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, now, I, now, now I know I won't make the mistake of just jumping right into Bad Batch. Yeah, no, go straight to Rebels right after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because technically it takes place, uh, I think, 14 years after Clone Wars is where Rebels takes place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, also, everybody, spoilers. We are going to be talking about Star Wars. So if you haven't seen Star Wars, or I guess any of the movies, <laughs> too. Go watch it first, then come back here and, went and listen to this. No, I, I, one day we should, I really would like to bring on uh, Ricardo because that guy he knows everything there is about Star Wars, and just to get oh yeah, I just want to get his feedback and his his point of view and perspective and opinion. I got you. His take on Star Wars because uh, uh, like I mean he's he's told me all about it since high school. Like, like he he loves Star Wars, and I mean at the time I mean like, I mean I, I mentioned this before. Um, I was a fan, but I wasn't a huge fan of it. It wasn't until after I watched Clone Wars and Rebels that it it all made sense now to me. Yeah, to me because like the other movies, I mean, I got it, I got it, okay. But it didn't really answer a lot of stuff that I mean I was thinking. And of course, after watching it, I'm like, damn. So the movies laid the yeah. framework, but the expanded universe, I guess you could say, really laid the foundation. That's what I was gonna say. Like someone like Ricardo read all the books of the expanded universe, so he had a better understanding of it. Yeah. And that's where Clone Wars and Rebels and Bad Batch is really shining at. It's like they are part of that expanded universe, but yeah. for everybody now. Yeah, it's the expanded universe that's actually canon. That's good. Because, I mean, it should be. Because there's, there's a lot that happened. There's a lot that happened thousands of years before the Skywalker storyline. Speaking mm-hmm. of that, uh, real quickly, though, uh, this is like, not, like the whole Knights of the Old Republic crap, all that shit, that stuff. I don't know. Is that becoming canon now or something? Because I've heard something... About that timeline really getting touched on here, here soon. They hear well, that? that's why I'm saying you got to watch uh, Rebels because they do touch mm-hmm. on that in that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially like especially like the last two seasons of Clone Wars, like they actually, they also touch in on that. Like that's all part of that universe, as if mm-hmm. that actually happened as part of that storyline. Yeah, because the... uh, uh, because Rebels even brought in some uh, brought in a character that was really huge in the expanded universe. Uh, General, what was his name? Thrawn or something? Uh, he was like all blue. Yep. Uh, yeah, Thrawn. Yeah. yeah Thrawn. Damn and, man. And he was huge. And he was huge in the expanded universe. He was like 
the, the like the big bad of like the 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 the, uh, the 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 rise of the empire, but again. And when he shows up in the sh- in the show, like at first, I'm like, oh, who's this blue? Who's this blue nerd? And then like he starts <laughs> talking, and I'm like, all right. And like he like that's the thing about him is like he's not really menacing. He just has that imposing threat about him, and like his yeah. actions speak for he's themselves. What... He's one of Grand Moff Tarkin lasted more than one movie. Because he has that yeah. Tarkin vibe. Tarkin was evil as hell. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, has, he has so little regard for human life. Oh, yeah. if, you're not, if you're not part of the Empire, you don't even matter. Yeah. yeah. Blow, blow up Alderaan. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Thrawn, like, uh, he, he has a, he's that type of guy has that vibe where, like, he's always two steps ahead. Like, 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 if Batman was a bad guy, that's what Batman would look like. Yeah. Because like yeah, he he he's always thinking ahead and he and like, I mean it's just like in comics like he's he's the bad guy but they use his mind and he's always like a, a trying to play it or he'll figure it out. Later. Oh, like like Lex Luthor, that's how he kind of is. Yeah, yeah. But like, he's he, he's just smarter than everybody in that room right now. You don't even know it. He's the smartest mm-hmm. guy in the room. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like it's just and he's never aggressive ever. He's always no. calm. Yeah. And 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 that's something from the books too. Like I don't remember how they defeated him. My sister read read those books a lot to me when I was younger, but I forgot the plots over the years. Watch the show. Uh, <laughs> but really, I don't think he has a weakness unless they gave it to him in Rebels. Uh, no. he, he 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 doesn't have that Lex Luthor weakness of let his arrogance get a hold of him. Yeah, like a, like a, he. Focuses on, on the mission and he'll do what it what it takes to get there, but he's not gonna like you know throw everything at it. Like he'll he he plans ahead, which which makes him so evil, I guess, and scary too, because he's yeah. like he can he, he can beat you with his mind kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah he has the ability the uh the 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 un the unceremonial duty of uh, expendable assets. Yeah, is he's very much a, like a chess player versus a checkers player. Is who the rebels are. Like they're playing checkers. This guy's playing chess against them. Uh, well, I'm I'm glad you uh, watched it, Nando. It was like, great. Uh, when I when I was watching, I was I, mean, I was trying to explain to you like how like now I get it, I understand it. It's, it's so good, and like now I, I understand how the Star Wars fans like before the the these series came out, how they were so passionate about it. Now I get it because I guess I needed that help from the shows to help me understand it. And yeah, I mean. Like I've, I mentioned before, it's, it's a story of, of tragedy. Yeah. I mean, Anakin Skywalker, I mean, he did everything that I think anybody else would do. It's just in this in, in this case, like, he just turned and, and he went full evil uh, afterwards. And I don't blame him for falling that far down, considering, like, what happened to him in Clone Wars, especially in Clone, Clone Wars series. Like, you see... Like he's trying to do the right thing, but then the Jedi Council's like, "Well, you know, you're not supposed to do it that way. You're supposed yeah. to do it this way." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, no, it's because that wouldn't have worked. Like that's why I did it this way." He's like, "But you still shouldn't have done it." Like, that's why his yeah. unit. But, uh, say that's why his unit. Uh, the the uh, the five hundred first one is his five hundred first. Yeah. That's why his unit in the Clone Wars were always the front line, always doing something they weren't supposed to, always saving people. Hell, that one Jedi always got in trouble all the time, and and uh. uh uh, Master Coda, I think it was his name. Uh, he got in trouble all the damn time at that one where where his entire crew got lost in space. It was yeah. Anakin and Ahsoka's team that came and rescued him. <laughs> and 
what I found interesting is that there's a character named uh, the Jedi Master Plo Koon who showed like an interest into the clones, like letting them know that you're not just a clone, you're not a number, you're a person. Yeah. Like you exist yeah. as yeah. an individual. And Anakin saw that and he saw like, yeah, he's right. Like these are people, like they're not just a number, like they have their own identity. Yeah, Yoda saw the same thing too in that first episode. Remember, he explained to uh, uh, you know, one of the clones was like, well, "We're just clones." Uh, that he's like, he's like, "No, you're not. You like, you have this person out. You have this." Yeah, like they were all bred to like just fight and like you know die basically. But then you know it's it's, it's Jedi masters like you know Yoda and Ploku, and then uh, and, you know later Anakin saying like, "No, you guys exist. Like, like you're not expendable. Like you're part of my unit." Yeah, uh, yeah. One of the good episodes I remember that I guess showed that was whenever they Anakin he got called and like he had to leave his his uh, his group to this other general. I forgot his name with the four arms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh. and, and like <laughs> that he, he made me so mad. He he had a different mentality where like he did see the clones as just numbers. No, keep keep going forward. And and Rex was like, no, we need to regroup. We need to plan better. He's like, no. He he was just like, no. We got the numbers. Just go in there and just blow them up. And you know, they all obviously it turned out they're fighting each other, and uh, and yeah, yeah, but it, it was like where the clones were, they're even fighting amongst each other, saying, like, no, this is our job, we're supposed to follow orders. Just like, no, like, my job is to, is to make sure the safety of my team is, is, is okay, and like, they, you know, therefore, like, yeah, they're starting to think for themselves more, they start to see themselves more than just clones, like the actual people, and then, of it's course, like, they, yeah. other generals saw differently. Especially uh, Rex, like he was actually my favorite yeah. in the Clone Wars series. Like, yeah, I love that he had like a whole lot of screen time. He saw that he doesn't just, like he's in the same boat. He's like, yeah, I'm a clone, but we're still and we're soldiers, but we're more yeah. than that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, we're flesh and blood beings. I mean, yeah, y'all, y'all, we're bred for to be an army, but I mean, come on. I mean, we all have different personality traits. Yeah. Oh, and that Jedi Master was uh, Pong Krell. Oh, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like my, my, favorite, my, my favorite clone trooper was uh was Fives because he he was the, not... he was the first one that uh discovered the the chip. Yeah. Of order order sixty six and he was trying to tell everybody and I think he did he he did warn him about it but they was like they didn't have enough evidence they're just going by his word but Rex like believed him but it wasn't until when the thing happened that he was like damn I was trying You're to right. warn us about this and it didn't happen. Uh, yeah. Which is great. Like, Files was awesome. And it's also sad, like, when you see these clones that you see, like, early on in the show, and then, like, they die, like, you know, two seasons later. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, that always was, sucks. Um, it's like the battle of, uh, uh, the battle on the clone facility on Camino. That was a touching episode. You had, like, you were seeing, like, like, fan favorite ones die. Especially that reject one. The Bad Batch. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. I think it was ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine. Yeah, I love ninety nine. His character was awesome. Like he had so much respect for those clones. Yeah, and and, and then like I guess it it hit me more when I when I when I did watch. Uh, well, because I guess someone in Clone Wars, uh, towards the end of the season, uh, yeah, like one of the episodes is happening simultaneously as episode two, and like I, I guess rewatching episode two, you know, in, in Order sixty six being executed. You see these uh, the the clones, you know, turn on their on their generals. Yeah, and I, I'm just picturing like the years that they were together. Yeah, to develop trust and loyalty. All of a sudden, they just, they turn 
I'm their best friend. So, yeah, uh, since I can't remember that, and they kind of touched that on Bad Batch, uh, that the Bad Batch weren't affected by it. Uh, but but it was like all those, like like you said, all those years of, of Battlefield Trust just kind of just blinked away in an instant. Like, they weren't even the... They didn't even sound like the same troopers anymore. They had like this, yeah. like, stoic, like, narrow mindset. It just, like, you know, let's get the job done. They're very they robotic. Were, they were numbers again. They were just yeah. clones. They were no longer yeah. individual. Like, that's what that chip did to them. Like, yeah. they were just soldiers. Too. Yeah. And, and I don't, and well, I'm not giving anything away. Like, uh, in Bad Batch, it does explain the transition from the Empire going from using clone troopers to what the troopers are now. And so, so like I liked how they explained that, so that there, there's there's a lot more about that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, that's what I always wanted to check out. Is like, it's like I know they phased out the clones in favor of actual like regular people, and then the new mm-hmm. order used, used children as 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 conscripted soldiers later on. So I wasn't sure if they did the same thing with the empire. Had like people they that they were training on the side, or if it was just volunteers. Yeah. Well, no, no, there were volunteers. Oh, I mean, just just watch Bad Batch. Like, watch it. I don't want to give anything, but because I think you're about to watch it, and I don't have James. I don't think you've seen it yet, but yeah, yeah. watch Bad Batch. It'll explain all of that. More. Yeah, that's actually like where I left off. Was like they were actually talking about the politics around it with the uh, fucking mm-hmm. Admiral Harkin, that dillweed. Like he was talking about, <laughs> yeah. he was talking like why we need to do it this way. Yeah, man, like, Tarkin is just such a, he was, he's just always been a jackass, like, even, like, in the Star Wars, the Clone Wars series, like, when he was younger. Like, he's, he's mm-hmm. always been, like, he's, he feels like he's above everybody else, even the Jedi. Yeah. And I was like, man, well, this guy got some nerve. We go over here and save his ass, and he's over here talking some serious crap about us. Yeah, and, uh, so, I guess this is away from the series and movies, and there's a comic, a Darth Vader comic, where there's a comic where, uh, Harkin, like he he basically he's he's writing a memoir or like like uh, a log locked himself on this day and he was writing about how he was training Darth Vader because Darth Vader wanted to be trained and he knew he knew Tarkin was a, was a hunter before and so what what was what was happening was Tarkin was uh, basically hunting Vader and Tarkin was using everything that he knew to hunt anything even people to capture Vader. And and but every time he would, Vader would just defeat everything he sent. And then finally, Tarkin just went over there, and himself fought him. And he was just explaining how like it's incredible. I've never seen any being like this, like be able to be so smart and intellectual to maneuver machines, people, animals, and still defeat them. And you know, and it's just Vader, just one person versus like multiple things that he's thrown at him. And it wasn't until. Uh, like, okay, I'm gonna go fight him myself. When he sees Vader, he calls him out there, and then like uh, he's throwing everything at him. He's right there. Walks up to him. He's about to strike him down, but as as he lifts his saber up, uh, he they happen to be in a storm, and and uh, he gets struck by lightning. And and Tarkin he planned it. He planned it because he knew they were on top on the highest peak, one of the highest hill there, and it was a storm coming. He knew it was coming, and you know Vader's basically all machine. That so was a lot yeah. lightning struck and weakened him. That was a hell of a gambit. <laughs> yeah, and so and so like he was just talking about how like incredible like he's never seen anything like this in Invader, in and like he he was lucky that he he came out of there because Vader was basically telling like throw everything at me and I don't hold back. 
just do whatever it takes. And and yeah, and same same thing. Vader was like, he's gonna do everything he can to, to get him. But uh, he, I, th- I think he admitted that it was well, he didn't really win. It was more of a tie because he felt he was more lucky that Lightning struck when Vader yep. was about to strike him. Yeah, Vader also anything. has a lot of hate for himself too. I mean, he has a lot of. Uh, he he's like the embodiment of like the rage. Like as much as Darth Maul was 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 as angry and shit like he was, Vader Vader had like he was. He was like all that wrapped inside like a burrito of anger, yeah. like covered in like like the chili sauce of rage. <laughs> and, I mean, I mean, he was like just walking, talking anger. I mean, he hated himself. He hated Obi Wan. He hated the loss of Padme. Hated the Emperor. Hated everybody. Hated everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, because like everything betrayed him. Like, uh... yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even the high ground. Oh. Like I'm not sure if yeah. you've seen that part of the, like how far are you in in uh, Clone Wars, James? Uh, I'm on the last season. I just haven't finished watching it. Okay, so you so you're past the part where uh, Ahsoka le- left the council. Yeah, uh, that was yeah. So, that was so freaking wrong. I was like, but she's innocent. Yeah. Like that was a huge blow to Anakin because he lo- well, he loves her. It's not like a romantic love. Like he just no, genuinely cares about about her and her well being. Like he wants her back and. For her to refuse and like he completely understands why she refused it and for him to say like he's like this sucks like and she was there to, and she was there to calm down anakin because uh, the council gave 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 anakin ahsoka to calm down his daredevil roots and he wanted to teach her to be just you know just like him See, and, and, and i think that's that's what anakin needed because like anakin was more of a father figure too to ahsoka like he loved her like his own daughter like he raised her yes I mean, yeah. he, she she came in super young. He he didn't want her, but he took yeah. her in and slowly showed him the his way and and even like his his way. Like, hey, I know this isn't by the books, but just don't tell anyone. Here you go, exactly. that kind of yeah. thing. And and you know, it's it's, it's what a, a father would do to his kids. Like, hey, don't tell your mom. But here you go, kind kind of kind of thing. And where like uh, Obi Wan and Anakin, their relationship was more like yeah, no, no, what you mentioned earlier. I was like, yeah, no, it's, it's by the book. No, we gotta do it this way. No, 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 follow the rules. Follow the rules. Yeah, I mean, th- th- there were times when he would he would bend, but he would never break. Or Anakin would that bend. Way. Sometimes he would break the rules, but it would get the job done. And it was always for for the right the thing to do. I and mean, only for the council to say, well, that was the wrong way to do it. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Another thing, uh, everyone was trying to look out for Anakin, but he was too busy worrying about what the council was gonna say. Or where Anakin kind of had that freeway with uh with with Zoka, so he he didn't really have any higher responsibilities, so he could you know bend the rules and break that way. And and honestly, that's what Anakin needed was 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 someone who was like, okay, let me okay, I'm gonna compromise with you and see what. And it's like, and then when he went evil in uh, the second Revenge, I don't blame him. I mean, yeah, here we're gonna give you master, but we're not gonna. Oh, it does. Like, you're gonna get the seat on the council, but you're not gonna get. I was like, what? It was like, honestly, everybody didn't trust him enough to be like, hey, I know Palpatine's evil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's the same with uh, Qui Gon Jinn. Like, even yeah. though as good of a Jedi master he was himself, he was never part mm-hmm. of the council. Yeah. You know, the, the Star Wars should do a what if type of show or movie where, like, what if, you know, Obi Wan was the one who, who died for two more and. Like Quagon was the one who trained up Anakin, you know, and it then would, of them, I guess maybe it would have been maybe Obi Wan, 
that would become Darth Vader or Darth Maul become Invader, that type character. I don't know, but yeah. I, I just want to see like what would have happened if uh, if Darth Darth Maul didn't beat beat him, beat him. I think it would have been a lot differently, but oh yeah, it would have been totally different. Um, uh, Sacker bricks. Uh, I think just... Anakin. Uh, it's like I, I I don't believe Anakin would have turned out as bad as he did. I think he would have excelled more under Obi-Wan, uh, no, uh, under uh, Qui-Gon than he would Obi-Wan. He was a chosen one, and it really sucks to see that, and that's what George Lucas was, was, like, in an interview, he had said that, you know, the whole the overarching whole story of the Skywalker series was a tragedy of Darth Vader, is what he called it. Because it really is, like, you see yeah. the chosen one becoming this great Jedi knight, mm. and then just things that happen in his life, mm like turned him into basically just pushed him in one direction instead of ever asking him what he how he feels about certain things and it just it just sucks to see it see him fall like that yeah star wars watch it Clone wars rebels bad batch and of course mandalorian season three i think it's going to come out yeah. next year i think probably maybe i don't know uh according according to some some reports uh uh that that i'm gonna go ahead and give uh brie witch a little bit of uh credit on that one she she's a she's she's been finding stories about the mandalorian lately uh pretty much john favreau is getting really really ticked off at uh uh at uh what's his name um uh pedro pascal his constant unavailability (laughs) but at the same but but at the same time though he's also in another show of course he's playing joel in the last of us uh for hbo And 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 he he's under a uh, uh a it's like a first act clause or something like that where he has to be on, over there. Oh my god, this is the equivalent of the damn mustache gate from uh from from a Justice League again. But anyways, no. Uh, but of course, at the same time, Pablo Pascal's not even making any type of effort to really show up on Mandalorian either. <laughs> because he's money, does that have to do what he mm-hmm. unless he wants to do it? <laughs> well, see, that was the problem with with season two. Apparently, John Favreau and him got into it halfway through the show. Luckily, they had all his lines done. He 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 kicked him off the set. He said, "Leave. We don't need." Yeah, you. I was gonna say, like, I don't think he needs to technically be there as long as he says no. his lines. They just have stand in, do all of everything else, or just or yeah, just, or just replace it, or just replace him in general. He doesn't want if he doesn't want to be there, don't make him be there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, like, cost, he's costing time and money. Oh yeah, but. I'm looking forward to the uh, Kenobi series. Oh, dude, me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, like there's a, a scene in episode two that I I still remember because I thought it was really good and it, there's way more impact after watching the you know, Clone Wars and Rebels. Mm-hmm. That whenever he's rescuing his mom from the Sand Bandits, yeah, um, and he's you know completely like massacring all these bandits, you hear Qui Gon mm-hmm. Jinn in the background saying, "You know, stop," and it can don't. And like, like that what? sucks. Like, like he's really like Qui Gon Jinn is there in spirit, trying to stop him from doing these things. But he, but Anakin doesn't see it any other way because these guys basically tortured his mom to death. Wait, Qui Gon was. Wait, wait, you hear Qui Gon's voice in that part? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In episode two, like you, you hear his voice, like trying to plead to him, like as to not do these scenes because this will turn him dark. I mean, it does, but you had to see it from his point of view too. Like these bandits. You know, tortured his mom. So at oh the same God, time, I... like it sucks, but it sucks even more hearing Qui Gon Jinn, like even after death, trying to help and trying to steer him in the right direction. 
And that was when he was still from learning how to you you use that force ghost stuff. Oh my god, I need to. Yeah, he was the one that taught Yoda how to do it. Yeah, I need to rewatch that. Oh my god, I need to rewatch that scene and see if I can hear it because I've never been able to hear it. Yeah, it's in there unless they you know made it louder with like the re uh, re release of them on Disney Plus. That's actually kind of cool. That actually makes a lot of. Oh man, that's that's kind of cool. I like mm-hmm. it. Same with it's that, all like... coming together. Like in Clone Wars, like whenever Anakin does things that are questionable, not bad, just questionable, you hear like the the yeah, Darth like, Vader theme yeah, kick slow, in. The, that slow version, the, the you know the the, the the slow version of John Williams' score. Yeah. That's what I love about the show is that when he's doing these things, like it's technically not bad, but the theme is still playing, it, letting you know that you know it's, Darth Vader is there. It's the equivalent yeah. of like the Telltale games, it's like like when you do something wrong. Uh, Obi Wan will remember that. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that show though. Like, I love that Ewan McGregor's coming back, and so is Eddie oh, Christensen. Yes, and that, you, that one in uh, well, I want to see Ahsoka too. I want to see that. That's supposed to be more like where she's going, trying to find Ezra and Thrawn. And she she mentioned it in Mandalorian. I oh yeah, I have I have the most respect for Hayden Christensen for trying to step back into a role that he was that he shunned for a long time and he and he was good man honestly like he was good as anakin granted like it was like his first project like major project for that reason it, it was the director that made him act that way actually it took a long time for people to finally realize like and even though people make fun of him for it but honestly it was the director who is because because apparently in a lot of interviews he said that i tried to bring more life in anakin they told me to be robotic and i'm like he didn't understand why because he's young, I think they wanted that younger approach as if like he's a teenager. Because teenagers are like that, like they overreact over a lot, a lot of things. But in this Others... case, well, I guess in like most cases like that, like it's just not us seeing it from their point of view. I don't know, man, but I'm excited that Hayden Christensen is going to hopefully have a better director who's going to let him kind of bring bring his own thing to the character. Uh, especially, since, that... especially since what, uh, it's after. Uh, um, Episode three. Episode three, yeah. So I'm really hoping that they're doing like a, a Logan esque like vibe to it. Well, I'm really hoping that with this uh, Kenobi series, they can do it like Logan, like how in that movie, like it's after the X Men disbanded or you know technically all killed. But in this case, mm-hmm. I mean, it happened. All these Jedi's are being hunted down. They're all dying, and so it's just like this lonely Jedi master living his life in exile, and just finding his reason to come back and like try to do the right thing. Oh, I think he he ends up going to Tatooine and taking care of or be keeping an eye on Luke. Yeah, because at, at, at the end Luke. of episode three, he takes the kids or no, he takes Luke and uh, to his other family, and then the senator I forgot his name, Senator Morgana. Yeah, he he takes the uh, Leia. Yeah, that ends well. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you know like you guys see it from his point of view, like at one like. He he was a Jedi Master on a council who had like complete control or that supreme control and like you know just his, his status is gone and like the people he used to fight with are gone because they're all being hunted down and he has to live in exile but also keep this child a secret from everything. Well, until Maul finds out, like he's the only one that figures it out. Oh man, dude! And spoiler alert for Rebels that 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 fight between Obi Wan and 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 Darth. I watched that one occasionally a couple of times. Just yeah. the fact that that fight is so 
so awesome. A lot of people complain those are too short. Like, no, that's two no. Mas- two masters at their prime, like in in with two different fighting styles. Like, uh, say because you see Obi Wan, in, in, in it's like in one stance you see Maul Maul get ready. He reads Obi Wan reads that stance and adjusts like a defensive one. It's like, oh, it's so awesome. Can we just like give you McGregor like props for making that stance popular yeah. for the character? Because that's, yeah. that's the, the series, man. But on top this of that, like, like the the fight was short because the the main reason why it was short is because Obi Wan knows um, Darth Maul through and through. Yes, yeah. but at the same time, he baited him into attacking the same way he attacked Qui Gon Jinn. But in this exactly. case, yeah. like he he saw. How he attacked, and so he knew where he would attack. That's why he like he slashed down because he knew Darth Maul would have been open at that yep. moment of time. And he did. He struck him down just like that. Yeah, that's that's exactly it right there. Is because like when when he fought him, like he, the move that Maul was gonna do on him, like Obi Wan had seen it before, and he saw it. And yeah, ex- exactly what I said. That was Kenobi. His fighting style is more defensive. Like he never attacks. It's all. Defense until he counter counterattacks, of course. That was also, that was also the same move I think Maul used on Qui Gon. Mm-hmm. Instead of stabbing him in the front, he was going to just yeah. come down and slide him forward. That's, that's what I just said. Oh, um, but to, and to go on to Rico's uh, fighting stance with um, Obi Wan, like he he was the perfectionist of or the only one that perfected Form Three, which is a defensive stance called Ceresu. Yeah, but, man, I don't throw one of that knowledge. Damn. Like, well, I love I love Obi Wan. I want to know more about him, and so that's why he was never he was never he was he's undefeated. No one's ever been able to beat him because no one's ever been able to break through his defense because he specialized in defense in the form. And before three. anyone comes in saying he lost to Vader, no, he let that happen. Yep, absolutely, he let that happen. I mean, it makes sense, like especially with the prequel series and like TV show. Like you see that he's just a heartbroken man, unable to fight. His apprentice again, and not that, and not that there was nothing more for him to teach Luke, because uh, he needed to get out of Luke's way, and all unfortunately, the only way to get out of Luke's way was him not be there. And it's something and... that comes, comes into play in Episode Six when uh, Darth Vader starts walking up towards Luke. He's like, "Oh, we want taught you well," and he says this to Luke, who has the high ground <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, of yeah. Oh, like, yeah, I did. I never got that. It's like, yeah. yeah. Like, yep, he did teach him well. Like he knows right where he's at right now. That's the perfect spot he can take it down at. Uh, no, mm-hmm. I'm not falling for that one again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we can go on and on about Star Wars. I mean, it is a great show. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. The Star Wars Clone Wars, the Rebels, and obviously the new one, Bad Batch, and Bad Batch Two is coming out too soon. So make sure you catch all that. But I do want to transition over. Speaking of Star Wars, you know, during last week's PlayStation Showcase. Yes. One of the one of the announcements was the Knights of the Old Republic coming to PlayStation Five exclusively, yeah. I believe. Yes, yeah, so you guys are that, getting, the, the you, guys, you guys are getting a remake of the classic Xbox game, Knights of the Old Republic. And let me tell you, if it's if, it, if it's going to be a page for page remake, you guys are going to be in for a treat if you've never played it before. Especially if they revamp the fighting style to like a, to like a modern fighting style, that game is going to be a PS Five treat. I think they're I, gonna do I, it. I'm sorry, I go ahead. I know it's okay. I, I like I cannot brag enough about the Knights of the Old Republic. That's a game I, I, I have on my Xbox. It's a great game to play. It's Bioware at its greatest at the time. Uh 
your decisions matter, of course, like you know, like Mass Effect. Uh, and really, I think that's what also gave birth to that to that style of gameplay, of your actions matter. And there's just the places you go. You go to Kashyyyk. You go to Tatooine. You go to uh, Be- I think I think I, th- I think you go to Bespin. But yeah, you go to a lot of of, of these unique worlds of the Star Wars mythology. Yeah, it takes place I think three thousand years before yeah. like the Skywalker series. Mm-hmm. With Darth Revan, and Darth Revan's become a. A, a popular character in canon now too. It's like, like what really? Him, Darth Hell Vader, yeah. uh, Darth Malagus are all like, yeah. super popular now. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, rightly so. They're, gr- I mean, granted they're bad guys, but they're they're actually very cool bad guys. Yeah, they're really awesome bad guys. Well, I mean, Re- Revan was, I guess, uh, the anti-hero, I guess, because he does go co- co- back and forth. But Re- yeah. Re- Revan's just an interesting character by by himself. But yeah, and. I'm I'm excited for it because I've never played it, played it before. But now that's coming on PlayStation Five, I mean now I, I might just wait for that instead yeah. of uh, getting it on on the Xbox. Which, by the way, or I'm gonna get one now. You are. I, I was able I was able to find one, and now I'm gonna try to get it probably this week or next week, and then start nice. looking for games. Like, I guess what you Nando, I've been doing just going to pawn shops and game stops and just see if I can find some old Xbox games I can play. Yeah, like our partner Johnny Five, like he got me into looking at you know indie shops, like he has indie shops were there, which is sad. Is is I I am up here in the Metroplex and I've yet to find like that mom and pop game shop. I'm still looking. I'm still looking for it. All I found is GameStop over here. I found I found one game exchange, and that's in and that's in uh, Wakahatchee, and there's another one in Mesquite. That's like the other side of the damn Metroplex. And I just, like, yeah, I'm just like, nah, nah, dog, I can't do it. Yeah, like my my find for last weekend was Kills and One. Oh, not Kills and One, Kills and Two and Three, Death Space Two, the limited edition. Oh, and then uh, Resistance Two, all for under twenty bucks. Oh, okay, so you didn't find the rest. That's of a great deal. Yeah, like I didn't know until I put the disc in for Death Space Two that Death Space Extraction is on that disc too. So it's actually two games in one. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. Dang, so you got like five games. Twenty yep. bucks, nice. Right. You know, on more games. I mean, I guess another one. Obviously, the biggest, the one at the place I showcase, I think, was War Ragnarok. Yeah, that one. Excited for. Also coming to PC. Also coming to PC. Is it? Yeah, that's that's what I hear. I I don't know if that's confirmed or not, but I have heard that there's talks about that going to PC. Yeah, uh, it might be pretty... eventually, but probably not day one though. Uh, it's uh, uh, cor- according to uh, it's speculative right now, but it's uh, but Nvidia is really kind of kind of pushing the whole thing. But they but they can't take any uh, they can't mention anything. Uh, in fact, uh, they they released a full statement saying Nvidia is aware of unauthorized published game lists with both released and or speculative titles used only for internal tracking and testing. Inclusion on the list is neither confirmed. Inclusion on the list is neither confirmation nor announcement of any game. NVIDIA took immediate action to remove access to the list. No confidential game builds or personal information were exposed. So it's it's speculative whether or not they're going to do that. But I know yeah. Sony's been trying to make that jump to, to PC as well. There will be two different versions, definitely. I got PS4 version and the separate PS5 version. No yes. upgrade. Yeah, no upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you, man. 
<laughs> Which I mean, everybody needs to get over that. Could be so spoiled. We we've never had that ever, and to have yeah. it for a year, I mean, that was great. But it's time to be, move on. Exactly, that should be an intro year thing only, and then and then you're done. I know, and, and first of all, guys, I know it's I know it's hard to find a goddamn PlayStation Five. I know it's Damn hard it. to find a Series X, but dude, you the first year people that that got it, they're able to play those games. They're they're lucky. Let them enjoy it. Let let them have the buggy ass system at first, and then when you get the, when you finally get yours, no, it's no, it's fixed. In fact, uh, I reported a couple weeks ago. You guys remember uh, about the whole heat sink thing? How they yeah. sucked up the heat sink for a smaller one, and some YouTuber said it makes it run hotter. That's been disproven, actually, and uh, and apparently a lot of engineers have really circled around the new report, saying that the heat sink actually reduces the heat. And it actually makes it a little cheaper to build. That's good. Well, there you go. But, I mean, I'm so, I'm so excited to play. God of War. I mean, the the trailer, yeah, the trailer looked fantastic. Um, y'all, y'all could be all excited about that. I'm excited about the Marvel games. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll, 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 get, we'll get to those next. But I mean, I, I'm just excited to play. I want to see. I guess what is Loki's going to do? He's, he seems very. Uh, doing it, it's, it's it's one of those where you talk about faith, kind of, because like it, it seems like uh, Kratos does want to find out, but Loki's like, well, we what if we were supposed to go out there and find out? And but it doesn't seem like he wants to, but it seems like they're gonna have to do it, and it, it it's supposed to lead up to something where like whatever they do, it's just gonna happen either way, whether they do it or not. But even though they're, even though they're they're trying to figure out what's like, I forgot what the character, the God of War, and here. Yeah, and they're supposed to release them, but I think that might cause what's supposed to happen to Loki. See, where if they would have left it alone, maybe nothing would have happened. I don't know. See, I don't see. I think Kratos is right. I think he's gonna wind up being the one that causes the death of the Norse gods. I think Probably. all because of his son. All because of his son. Which, which, which all of his dads we don't be doing anything for our kids, and even want to try to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like think... sorry, sorry, Odin, you're going down, guys. My guy, choosing you were my son. I think we can all agree that it was incredible to know that the former Greek god of war is yeah. actually looking for the Norse god of war tier. I, I know, I, I know, I love it. It's it's gonna be awesome. Which I mean, if people don't like, guess for I'm not sure if that's what they're gonna do with this game, but like in Norse mythology, like Tyr is actually the complete opposite of Kratos. Like he's actually benevolent. Like everyone got along with this guy. Like he was actually like a well-regarded and well-respected god of war. Yeah, uh, and him in prison. Like I don't know why he's there, I mean, but then at the same time, you know, Odin's kind of a dick in the in the, in the <laughs> yeah. god of war game. Yeah, or I guess he's described as being just a jackass, and so is Thor. Mm-hmm. Which I'm glad oh. to see. Like uh, we finally got a voice for Thor for the God of War game now. Oh, don't get me started on the the backlash between Thor and that one uh, character that they've announced for uh for uh for, for God of War. The top the fan the toxicity over the last week has been ridiculous. I was like, it'll be all right. Once they play it, they'll, they'll love it, and they'll be like, I'm but, sorry, this is a great game. It's like first Thor is not like rippling muscles. He's like you know he's a little he's a husky dude, and I'm he's like, thick. I'm like, dude, it's a Norse god. They they're not they're not the Greek gods. The Greek. You, in Greek mythology, yeah, you can't be that Superman, you know, muscular build. But in the Norse mythology, you go on a freeze if you look like that. I was gonna say, like in Greek mythology, like they're described as being perfect. Yeah. And in this one, like they're more 
human-esque, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, uh I mean I mean I mean they they the, um they eat they eat and drink meat and like turkey legs and grandma said I mean they eat all the time and they go fight. Well I was gonna say that that's there's that and like with type of movement. With both of them, I mean even probably even the Odin, like they haven't fought in so long because they killed all the giants already. Uh, uh, the Ettons, I believe they were called in North Florida. I don't know, I gotta look at my own. No, it was uh, the Jotun. Jotun, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I, th- I think when the game comes out, people are going to love it. And they, 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 they complain about it now, but I can say they're not used to it. Like, I mean, oh, you're yeah. not going to be able to please everybody. But once you used to play the game, you'd be like, okay. I mean, we're at, we're, people are reacting to it the way people reacted when Heath Ledger was announced as Joker. And then well, that's how awesome that movie yeah. came out to be. Yeah, Academy yeah. Award winning actor, Heath Ledger. There we go. Yeah. I mean, we're probably yeah. talking about Game of the Year, God of War, next year. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm already calling it right now. God of War, Game of the Year, next year. Isn't it what well, we got the first time around? I mean, I am definitely gonna probably. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you on that one too. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but there's some other games coming out too, you know. Uh, but I mean, God of War, dude. Uh, it, it, the story's just good, and Sony. I mean, they, they've just been coming out with awesome exclusives, and almost all their exclusives are like always game of the year nominees or or rank up there. Like it's it's that kind of criteria. Can we go by the uh, by the by the unneeded port that needed to come out? Uh, how they're porting uh, Uncharted Four and uh, and Uncharted the Legacy to PS Five. Oh yeah, that just came <laughs> out of nowhere. I was like, I like why? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's just like a cash grab. I really think that's all it was from Naughty Dog. Like, no, like if you haven't played it, you're probably not going to play it anyway. Still, <laughs> like. It's, I, it's, it's I saw the like Naughty Dog symbol. I kind of like, uh... <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's the next yeah, oh. Jose's gonna. Oh god! <laughs> I don't know. I, I can feel we'll Jose see. getting angry somewhere. I was oh. getting when I saw that their logo. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this now? <laughs> <laughs> the clouds started yeah. rumbling, and then all of a sudden, I mean, like, oh, yeah. it's, it's amazing. I get <laughs> mad now when I see that. <laughs> like, just cringes, and you just like grip the side of. It. He's like, you're the side of the computer, about to throw it. <laughs> <laughs> the logo I did like seeing back at a show was Insomniac. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Man. Dude, and they are, and, and, and they doubled down on their appearance. Literally, like, you got uh, Spider Man 2, which was an amazing trailer. Yeah. And yeah. I think that was Craven the Hunter that was narrating the trailer. Yeah, I think, I think it was. I think so. Uh, um, uh, the voice of the, the the voice of Venom is going to be really cool. Uh, uh, he's a classic actor, uh, Tony. Uh, oh, uh, God, yeah, the Candy the Man, candy man. The, the Candy Man yeah. himself. Oh, also, shoot, man. <laughs> oh, uh, and if you want to, and for all you youngsters out there who want a a a a a, a current reference for Tony Todd, I guess you could count the the Fallen from Revenge from Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah, that was him. There you go. Now, You're now welcome. just know that You're Venom's going to be in this next one. Like he's like one of the greatest villains Spider-Man's ever faced. Yeah, well, him and Carnage, but I mean, Venom is like his number one nemesis. No, no, no. Like, no, like no. I, I, I'm, I want to see this. Like, I want to play it. I'm excited for it. Uh, I, I like the fact that it looks like it's going to be you're going to be able to play both Peter Parker and Miles Morales in in this yes. game. Awesome. So I mean, maybe even co-op. I don't know. But Ooh. I mean, it's it's going to be super cool. 
I'm excited about it. I mean, she's just, well, I was going to buy it regardless. I still haven't played Spider-Man the first one. I'm about to play that now for sure because uh, I need to buy that game. Uh, but that, that's another game that I, I want to buy on PlayStation 5 and I, hopefully I can find one. No. Yeah. Well, the redesign um, of Peter Parker, I did personal opinion, I didn't like. I like the classic PS4 Peter Parker look. But that's just me. I mean, we'll see. I mean, maybe they kept that oh. look or changed it up again for this this it, next game. We'll see. Oh, yeah. I know. I, oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that change up in the PS5 version. That's yep. Gr- that's gross. Yeah. Eh. Like, why? But moving on to the next Insomniac game that surprised everybody there because no one saw this coming was oh, yeah. the Wolverine game. Uh, I'm gonna call it right now. I'm gonna call it right now, guys. If Stephen J. Bloom does not voice him, I'll be kind of mad. He probably won't. Most likely, he probably won't. No, he's reprised the role here recently uh, in a uh, in a uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, and it and his voice and he has not missed a beat. He's 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 just Wolverine. He's just like he's that voice. Well, like that's the thing. Like this is Insomniacs yeah. Wolverine, and not the Marvel like whoever developed yeah. that game. Oh, I've yeah. I mean, I, I was really cool. cool. If- if they could get a Hugh Jackman to voice it, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. How much money they got? I don't think a video game company has enough money to throw at Hugh Jackman to come back yet. Oh, no, I think oh, he would damn. do it. Yeah, throw it. Come on, throw it. Or Hugh Hugh Jackman, do it. So is that is that who you want? We miss you. Sorry. Is that is that who would you want to play as Wolverine? I mean, yeah. that that would be the the dream. Yes, if Hugh Jackman <laughs> could do it. Yeah, but I mean, that's asking for a lot. I don't know if he's gonna do it. I mean, they, they might just get somebody else to do it, and whoever it is, hope they do a good job. But we won't know until we see the trailer, because right now all we got was a teaser. And I mean, the teaser was already good. I was like, damn. Okay, if we can't yeah, have yeah. Stephen J. Bloom, okay, name a voice actor you think would be perfect for the voice that could, that could probably bring bring uh, uh, bring bring Wolverine to life. I have an idea. Oh, I have an idea. Of you, already, you already heard it here, Hugh Jackman. Uh, oh well, him, yeah. D- no, the end. <laughs> The end. <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna take it. Uh, I'm gonna go. Zach, if I can't have Stephen J. Bloom, I'm gonna say Travis William. Uh, I don't see him doing it like that. <clears throat> I can see D. Bradley Baker do it. I don't see Ooh, him doing that's it. A, oh, uh, that's, that's a good. That's a good one. Uh, for those of you who don't know who D. Bradley Baker is, uh, we were just talking about Star Wars Clone Wars. He voiced the clones. Yeah. Like I can see him doing it because he can pretty mim- he can pretty well mimic his voice to do anything really. That'd be good, yeah. That's a good pick. One person I don't want playing him though, because I want her to play a villain, is the the, the amazingly talented uh, John DiMaggio. I want him to play a villain so badly for Wolverine, like Saber Two, Saber Two, somebody. I don't care who is going to be the bad guy of that movie uh, game. game. Yeah, I mean, please, 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 Insomniac, let John DiMaggio be in there. He's a great voice actor. All right, there goes our picks for that one then, right? And if we could have a Deadpool cameo, that'd be great. I'm just, you know, Nolan North, just give him a call. (laughs) I forgot he did voice Deadpool. Which is a game I need to find. I need to try to find a copy of that game. I want to play it again. Uh, That was one game that was at the show that I didn't care about it, and I started to think a lot of gamers just don't care about it anymore. And that's uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh Golden my god! PS5. Yeah, I mean, I think they're done with it. That... Talking about it. 
that, yeah. game, that game has become the uh, the Skyrim of uh, of games right now. It's like yeah. stop porting it. <laughs> it's just re-release after re-release after re-release, and yeah, no thanks. I think we've all played it already. We're done with it already. We're still playing it now. Don't need yeah. to just buy port. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hell, like I don't even. Th- I mean, it's like I I don't think Xbox Series X is getting a. They're just you know updating it or to where it'll run where it's optimized. No, hopefully with the revenue they're going to make Grand Theft Auto Six or another Red Dead game, or Bully, I guess. Ooh, Bully! You brought a Bully. Yeah, I mean that's another game that they made that hasn't gotten a sequel. And Red Dead's still pretty fresh. I don't see them planning a sequel just no, yet. No, no, the game that they need to make, they need to take all the money that they've made from from, from Grand Theft Auto Five, Red Dead Redemption, and like all their games. We need another Midnight Club. Get out of here! A dub edition. <laughs> double dub. Double dub edition. Nah, I like to see a, a reboot of the Max Payne series since now they own it. They do own it. That Remedy owned it still. They did, but then it was sold to Rockstar, and that's why oh, Rockstar uh, made Max Payne three without Remedy's involvement. Gotcha. Okay. Damn. Which can, it, it kind of show. It definitely like you know it definitely showed in the writing. The <laughs> writing was nowhere near as good as one and two, but the gameplay was a lot of fun. Well, I hope they they bring a well. I would like Sony to make or somebody make a game similar to Detroit and Heavy Rain, where like decisions uh, determine how the, how your game continues and what happens next. That's I like those kind of games. But keep the glitches that were heavily in Heavy Rain in there. That just makes for a really fun game. <laughs> Do you guys think it's too late for Rainbow Six Extraction? It's way too late. It's way, it's way too late. I mean, delay after delay after delay has been uh, no, I didn't. I, I'm not, when was the first delay? What is it? Is it a zombie game? Two or years not? ago, I think. I think it was two oh, years ago. Wow. They delayed it. It was supposed to come out this year, but I think they delayed it even further to 2022 release date now. And like it, and then, I think it was part of that, like that event that they had with like the alien virus or whatever that thing was. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it's supposed, to be... supposed to be like that, I think. But you know, it's been so long since they first announced it, and like they've shown several trailers of it, but it's always been delayed further and further. I think at this point <laughs> probably no one really cares about playing it now. So, so is yeah. it... So, okay. What I'm... Okay, is it an expansion of Rainbow Six Siege? Is it... No. It's a separate it, entity. It's a standalone uh, like, spinoff. Game, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's like Aliens and stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, I, okay, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, I'm trying to see... I'm trying to see what the release date is now. Well, some some other games that got pushed recently. That recently is a Dying Light got pushed back, and uh, Battlefield got pushed back. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, about that too. one. Yeah, but I mean, but at least it's not till next year. It's just like uh, another month or two, I think. Uh, November nineteenth, I think, is going to come out. Yep. Or eighteenth. Nineteenth. Uh, you got it right. And, and then Dying Light's coming out instead of this year. It's coming out, I think, February of next yeah. year. Yeah, it's late for paper. It's it's paper. <laughs> I know that was gonna be a great Christmas game. That's a good stocking yeah. stuffer, man. We could play the first one, guys. Yeah, good. That'll be good, but <laughs> and, and that game is fun. Well, now like, I could probably go back this time with all my weapons. Just do it all, like, like I did. <laughs> yeah. 
Dude, now, let's, play, let's play that for October. That'll be a Halloween game that we can all play. Well, you yeah. know, that's, that's something like uh, we need to uh, see what other Halloween games there are. By Halloween, I mean, like, I guess, thriller and horror games. Uh, die, uh, so yeah, Dying Light, Left 4 Dead. That we can all play? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's World War Z. Yeah, I have World War Z. I've, uh, I've yet to play it. I've been I waiting. Think... Uh, I'm waiting for a night to play with you guys. Oh my bad. We 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 got it ready to go. Well, there's a new DLC coming out for that too, and I think it's coming out soon. I think. But oh, yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're looking to uh, extraction. Did you find oh. anything? Oh oh yeah, sorry. Uh, so as soon as you said something about dying light and get, uh, getting uh, um, moved up, it threw me off. Uh, so far, it's slated for January 2022. Then it'll get pushed back again. I'm calling it. It's yeah. gonna get pushed back again. Yeah. It was supposed I think to say, at this point that you just stop talking about it and just release it. Just release it, it for free. Yeah. Just I mean, release it. Have to at some point. Don't release it for free. Just release it for like thirty bucks. Just you get it out there. I think that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a budget title since it's a spin-off. Unfortunately, it's not a budget title. It's a full full budget game. Sixty bucks. Oh, screw that. I'm not gonna oh, pay full price for that. Yeah. I think I spent like 15 on Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, it looks like we're going to have to start closing up shop now. We've had a great conversation, especially about Star Wars. I'm glad we can finally talk about that. And uh, we can finally start to- started talking about the PlayStation Showcase. Because unfortunately, we you know released the episode, or I guess recorded, before the show started. Mm-hmm. But I love that we still talked about it. We talked about everything going on and you know just getting our opinions out there. Yeah, but you know, I'd like to say thanks to everybody for checking us out, listening to our podcast, and checking us out on our social media platforms. I'm going to pass it on to our my co-host Butter Biscuits and Fan Enrico for closing comments. Butter. All right. So, uh, well, like like as I said, we thank you guys every week for listening to our podcast. Uh, we do this for you guys. I mean, I mean, we really enjoy it. We get to hang out, talk talk with each other all the time. It's nice. And uh, we get to talk about the stuff we love and uh, hopefully hear some back from you guys. Uh, as far as for streaming, uh, catch the Unsung Gamers every weekend. They're they're a blast to watch. Uh, Unsung Gamers TV. So, I mean, that, that that's all you got to look for on Twitch. You'll find them. Watch them. They're fun. Help, help them grow. Uh, as, as for uh, Butter Biscuits Gaming, uh, me and Bree Witch should be back uh, streaming again, hopefully in about a week. Uh, we just... She she chimed in the back only if I bribe her. I'll I'll bring treats, um, and uh, hopefully we'll be back. Hopefully we'll be back uh, streaming in a week. We just moved into our new place, so I've been recording in our new home. So uh, we got a lot of packing to do, but we shall be back in the streaming world really really soon. So we'll be backing you guys up as far as uh, streaming. Here you go. Awesome. Well, I mean, just, just pretty much what y'all said. Leon, thank y'all for joining. I hope y'all enjoy the, the show today. We did talk about a lot of stuff that happened at the PlayStation Showcase. Um, well, one thing I, I do want to say, and I know we I didn't touch up on it, but it's just a real quick bit, but it looks like, from what I last read, and again, I didn't read the whole thing, but like Epic Games won their battle against Apple and their suit against them, but I, I, I need to read more on it. But from the last I checked, it looks like uh, Apple is going to have to let... Uh, apps use their own or allow them to use their own uh transactions you get basically them themselves rather than you going through apple 
more information on that coming soon later. But yeah. Anyways, but thank you all for for joining. And again, thank you for listening. Us some comments. Thank you all for all that. And yeah, follow uh, Butter Biscuits Gaming. Check out their streaming whenever they get back. Of course, us as well on Sun Gamers TV. And you know, again, we'll catch you on the next one. But yeah, thank thanks you guys for joining us for this Unsung Gamers podcast. And check us out on our social media platforms, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Twitch, and YouTube. And one last thing about our Twitch feed, I finally got the audio cable for our Twitch uh Twitch stream. So we'll actually have our own custom backgrounds now to use, finally. Yes, I bought one too as well, just the uh uh for when we play on, on games too. You you inspired me to buy one, I was like, Oh crap, might as well do it. So I'll grab one too. Yeah. So look, we look forward to seeing you guys on our you know, Twitch stream and our social media platforms. And as always, de bañas y tomas el agua. Oh, thank God. This would be a bad show if we didn't hear it. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye.